Alrighty. It's a good hat, man. What's going on, Hype Crew? Nice We've won. Hype Crew. Hype Crew. You got some. By far. <laughs> got some uh, backlash. Hard yarners. <laughs> I just don't like that. But Get off the gear. <laughs> yeah. You said that, Carl. I said it and I... Anyway, welcome. And I agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. We are joined today by Cam Watkins. Cheers, uh, guys. And uh, before we kick off, mm. thank our sponsors. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Kahuna Golf. Uh, yeah. Kahuna Golf. Uh, they've got a, uh, a wonderful little discount code for everyone. Yep. Uh, Hard Yarns 15, 15% off. So you get to their website. Uh, you can get all their attire or their yep. apparel. And they're working on a new range. Uh, a bit oh, nice. of a retro. A driving of, range? A new driving range. No, a new, <laughs> uh, new range of, uh, of, of apparel, yep. um, T-shirts and stuff. So that'll be kind of cool. Uh, if you're a top-level Patreon, hit us up. We've got a few hats that we can um, sling your way. Yep. And he's uh, one of our, he's a like-minded individual. He's a fucking legend. Yep. Um, and just a local bloke driving. Gonna make a, a you know make something for for the people, yeah. and, and you um, can do your spinal flow exercises before you, before you <laughs> go for your drive, <laughs> which you'll hear about shortly. We're also sponsored by alltradescover.com.au, mm, uh, as you can see behind our beautiful guests there. If, if you're, you're watching, um, small business, if you're just listening, tradies, sole traders, mm-hmm. uh, they'll look after for you all of your insurance needs. Yep, um, hopefully nothing happens on site while you're doing some. You know, tradey work, but yeah. you know, uh, if you're going to get covered by anyone, hit up all trades. And John, and John John's Elliot. told us a few listeners have hit him up, so mm. keep supporting us. Uh, the supporting those that support us because mm. uh, he he said that he's going to extend. Yeah. most likely we hit a few more yep, KPIs, yep, baby. That's and I fucked up. I didn't try vibe culture, so I got. I wrote myself off and I didn't use Vibe Culture to wake up. So I'm going to go have one after this. Okay. So Vibe yeah, Culture. Yeah, you were a little bit hungover. But I, I, I've been using it every day yeah. and genuinely can tell the difference. There's one day I missed. I missed one day. Vibe Culture. Yeah. yeah. And it's they just. make like a, a tropical punch sort of wake up uh, oh, nice. drink. It's, yeah. it's, all, uh, it's all plant-based. So as in from natural ingredients and it's got amino acids. Uh, it's got like a Japanese herd in there, herb in there. I feel there like there's going like to be that. some new tropics or something. Yeah. Right and, um, could be keen. It's yeah, nice. It's electro- really good. It smells good and it tastes good. Yeah. Electrolytes. Yeah. A little bit of caffeine. Uh, there's a little bit of caffeine. Oh, I, I think so. there's a, yeah. about as much as a, like a cup of tea in there. So it's yeah, not beautiful. over the top but yeah. there's a clean, bit going on. A good clean high. And a nice clean high like breath work. I'm sober at the moment. I'm 28 days sober, but Delby, we really needed to see. That. Yeah, we so Delby. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to get drunk tomorrow. So. Okay, all right. also, no, I'm still hungover, so I'll go. I'll go smash one after this. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, maybe I could do breathwork because Cam Watkins is here, and we yes. spoke about uh, breathwork. What else did we cover? Oh well, yeah, just physio stuff, chronic yeah. pain. Yeah, the back pain at the start. Yeah, yeah, we touched on the hero's journey and just learning to follow our intuition yeah. um, mm. and getting out of our head a little bit there. So yeah, it was, yeah. yep, it all good chat. All comes down to a, a little bit of balance, yeah. learning momentum, a few little uh, that's exactly right. baby steps at a time. Oh, and a little side note: uh, five years ago yesterday is when the podcast journey began. Nice. Started the uh, made the little uh, the album art, mm. the the real fake news yeah. podcast. Nice. So. Yeah. Five years ago, that's how it started. It's a little baby step, um, and it's evolved into this. So, and talk about momentum and that snowball effect, right? It's just like yeah. fucking earth, and it's that's yeah. how it started. Yeah. It started by being accountable. So, fuck yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna love this episode if you like that sort of journey stuff. So, yeah. but we usually say let's get hard, but today we're gonna say let's get hard, then soft, then hard, then soft. <laughs> <laughs> All 
It's about balance, baby. Can you say let's get soft so I can say let's get hard? Let's get soft. Let's get hard. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. (laughs) Anything Chris White says, please disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Delby. And Cameron Branch. I would do this and then I'd gong. (laughs) Free in attendance. For the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get hard. Good shot, man. You look good. Oh, Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the, that's the thing about the bright lights, Delby. It just yeah. shows every little... Nowhere to hide. Good. Nowhere, to, nowhere to hide indeed, so... Mate, thanks, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Um, Thank you, boys. It's good po- to be here. Yeah. Uh, you, you come at... I don't know how many people had to recommend you to come on, <laughs> yeah. but I, there's a, like, people always go, "Yeah, you got to get this guy on, or you got to get this girl on, you got to get someone." Well, Delby would say, "Not girls," <laughs> but um, no, but you got to get this uh, this person on. And I'm always a bit like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll look into it." And generally, I actually I'm probably not arrogant with the way, but I just sort of like, no, like if if we want to get someone on, we'll find them. Yeah. Good. But this was like. Six or seven people, <laughs> yeah. and the more and more I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do it," and then it just got thrown in my face. You yeah, fucking cool. got to get this guy on. Plot so. twist: it's, it's Cam. <laughs> it's Cam just chilling. <laughs> some like, "Hey, can you message this guy?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, Carly, my uh, my neighbour slash uh, West Coast Fever coach, coach. coach. Um, she she recommended you, and then Corey White, like one of our f- boy. most. Um, yeah. Well, he's definitely our, uh, our most downloaded guest every time. Yeah, he's such a legend, absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, you come very highly recommended. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Potentially, the best way to start is to just tell us a bit about yourself for yeah. the listeners and and what you do and what you specialize in and and why you're on. Yeah, sweet. Thank you, thank you, lads. Yeah, look, um, I'm a physio, a sports physio, I guess to start with. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, you know, make a living. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my sort of Monday to Friday work, and then outside of that, running Center Space Yoga Studio just over the hill here, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful little project now that just took over ownership there. I've taught there for the last three or four years, mm-hmm. just yoga and movement and breath, and just, uh, yeah, that's probably a, a passion of mine. And uh, so between those two things, it keeps me busy, and then outside of that, just, I don't know, just... Yeah, that's 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 probably a good place to start. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's certainly for Delby, who fucking loves the the uh, physio stuff for the back. So. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, chronic chronic pain. We were just yep. chatting about before. So it's a bit of a thing for you, man. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's one of those ones where like I kind of know what I got to do, but it's just finding the motivation. And then when you get sore, you're like, "Fuck, I've got to find the motivation." But mine was a L five S one. Herniated disc. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. It was like big. It was a huge bulge. Yeah, okay. Could it would have been up shit creek for a little I bit. It was fucked, bro. Yeah. Like I was 21. It, it was really weird because like I went to a Cairo like my whole life. Mum went, worked for a Cairo, so I had a free Cairo. Yeah. I'm of the opinion that I think that's what weakened my back because the same thing happened to both my brothers. Yep. But it's not my fa- not my dad, not genetics. Right. Um, so, yeah, then I was playing footy and I... Did my hammy, and then after that, like my back got real sore, and it never recovered. And the physio said it was like a sprained SI joint. Yeah. But over time, like it got to a point where I couldn't walk, had to lift myself to get out of bed, like a hot iron for like months. 
found the MRI and it was fucking cooked. Yeah. Um, but the worst thing was I got the surgery, the discectomy. Oh, okay. And then the surgeon acted like it was no big deal. Yeah. No, I was like 21. He'll be right. He'll be playing footy in eight weeks. No worries. So I'm like, all right, after two weeks, I'm walking around four weeks, I'm drinking piss, like Sunday sessions. And then it went again. Yeah, right. And then on the other side, and then it went again. So I'm I'm interested. Is and you're a perfect person to ask. Is cool. the surgery the worst thing he could have done? Mm. No, not necessarily. And that's a whole rabbit hole if we want to go down. Mm. Yeah, well, like, oh, yeah, we can go through either like surgic, surgical, because I understand that surgery is pretty important. Like for Delby, it, was it felt like it was the only option for me at that time. But again, yeah. I was quite young. Mm. But I remember, I remember the pain being relentless and never oh, ceasing. It, I can only imagine. Yeah, uh, from my understanding of. Pain and yeah. nerve pain, particularly. Yeah. Um, it, it probably the worst. That'd be a ten out of ten, is it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, like electricity constant yeah. down yeah. down the back and the leg there. So, yeah. you know, if someone comes to me like that, yeah. Um, particularly, thank you. Yeah, that's right. yeah cool. Particularly <laughs> if it's uh, early on in the piece. So yeah. let's say if it's within four weeks. It's still what we refer to as in the acute setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be jumping up and down saying we need to get a scan even or and go for surgery. Yeah. I would be interested in, in looking after the person, looking at some exercises, interestingly managing the stress mm. around mm. that time. Yeah. Because that's kind of fuel on the fire in the situation, which yeah. I'm sure we're going to delve into. Diet as well, would that play a factor? Yeah, not as much in the acute setting, probably in the long-term yeah, management of the whole thing. But we're not thinking surgery yet. However, if we're moving into the chronic stages and you've got this nasty disc bulge that's pushing on the nerve, mm. um, basically research tells us that you can go either way, that, that surgery you know, might be effective and that conservative might be effective. There's mm. there's not one thing to say necessarily one is more effective than mm. the other. Yeah. Interestingly, even things that pop up in the research is like the bigger the disc bulge, the more likely it's actually going to pull back a little bit yeah, and right. actually come away from the nerve, which is an interesting thing. Mm. And the long longitudinal research tells us, yeah, we're not sure which, which yields the, the kind of best results. Mm. But again, it comes down to whether you get surgery or not, it's probably about controlling the controllables. Yep. And like you said, you know what you need to do and yeah. I probably, you know, this sort of thing. So um, it really in the end comes down to managing the body, <coughs> managing the nervous system yep. and doing the things that you know are going to be helpful for, for that back and for yeah. the nerve and things like that. I like think now I need to just build my glutes and build all the muscles around Yep. Core and my my, my ass because my ass is fucking. It's such you a got, you got that so flat 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 bum situation yeah, going on. Yeah, we so need to build that backside. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. noticed just by adding single leg Bulgarians to my oh, it's a regime. Yeah, fuck, like you got to love and back hate, pain's hate them. Yeah, back pain's almost look completely gone, and that's just one. Clamshells I've added recently. Yeah, I had cool. a I've re- I really pushed myself the other day in a run, and yep. um, I felt my hamstring. Yeah, uh, like tendinopathy, tendinopathy style. Like it's upright near yeah. the fucking glute, top of the hamstring. It's been like that for about three, four months, and yeah. really extending myself the other day. I felt it, and then doing clamshells, 
that night because Carly recommended it because she's oh, got hamstring. Oh, good. I've told her to do that yeah. many times. Yeah, she's got the <laughs> hamstring tendinopathy. That's that right. tendinopathy. She recommended do some clamshells, do some glute activation stuff. So I did it the next morning. The pain was gone from one. Le- legendary. It's crazy. I was legendary. like, it's all con- it's all connected. But the legs, adding legs, because I had similar to Delby with back pain. Like, there's at one point I was stuck like like an L shape yep, bent yep. over for like seven days. That's what his ex partner. <laughs> <laughs> and um. And uh, knowing, like Delby, knowing that legs and, and, and over a consistent amount of time was what was going to improve my back's mm. yeah. uh, issues. But uh, I, I wouldn't do it. No, <laughs> it didn't look good. That's, that's true. But then, you know, we come back to it later on and having a good strong backside probably isn't the worst thing that you can be, no. be doing. I, I read about it a decade ago, referring it to it as the combat chassis, which is if you were going to be going to war carrying heavy loads walking heels carrying blokes whatever mm. you want a good strong set of legs and a good strong backside because that's the thing that's going to mm. look after you and that's going to help protect the back yeah because yeah. yeah. uh and I, I think you were similar with your results my one was whenever whenever i went to the back specialist i was stuck like rigid and you'd get the locked up yeah. and you get the spasms and um they said a lot of that is your back protecting itself that's right yeah. From from having an, uh, another issue, it's just like, well, this this disc is going to pop out and I'm going to lose all structure. So mm. fuck it, we're going to tighten up just to save it, and then they need to relax. Yeah. So then you know it's one of these things, right? So you, you know, Delby, your thoughts are I need a stronger set of glutes and stronger core muscles, and it, it's been interesting what's happened over the last twenty years in physio because. That was the kind of general thinking, say, around 10 years ago, mm. which is, okay, you got a bad back, we need a stronger set of glutes and a stronger core. Mm. And then everyone's, you know, getting into the gym with these strong glutes and this strong core, and you've got this strong-ass set of glutes and strong core. When that back goes into spasm, you're really up shit creek because yeah, you've got okay. all this muscle wound up. Oh, you, can't <laughs> yeah. even, you can't even move, right? Yeah, yeah. So then it's going, okay, well, maybe that's not mm. the thing, and we've got all these people really wound wow. up, jacked up, you yeah. know, running around stressed to the eyeballs with this bulky muscle everywhere. When they go down, they go down hard. You mm. know what I'm saying? So then this guy, Peter O'Sullivan, um, New Zealand physio and now professor, he changed the whole game. And then it was all about getting all loose and relaxed. Mobility. And, and, and so much of it came around that protectiveness. Mm. So then enters the belief system around you had this belief system around you've got this vulnerable disc Mm, right mm. you both have basically said it in this fear of okay if you let it happen the disc is going to pop out push on the nerve you'll be up shit creek so then any belief system or any even awareness of pain leads to fear Mm. and you've even got this image of the disc pushing on the nerve subconsciously you're protecting it Yeah. yeah so we need to understand that the spine is like the most robust structure in the body, right? The spine and the pelvis. If you were going to get hit by a, a car, the, the, the spine, because it houses the spinal cord, which is, you know, the most sensitive mm. and, you know, important structure in the body outside of the brain, the vertebrae is robust as, mm. and the discs are robust, but our belief system around that vulnerability and our fear around what it is to have a bad back mm. in society today freaks us out, right? Mm. So we fear the bending forward and we fear, you know, back injury. Whereas you look at different cultures in the world like Southeast Asia and that in Africa, they spend most of their day bent over in the fields doing what they're doing, mm. squatting, bent over, all nice and relaxed. They don't even know what back pain is half the time. They mm. might have a bit of a bad back and stretch it out and get mm. moving, but they don't have this necessary fear around it. Whereas like... 
imagine you're a bricklayer the thought of a bad back because my dad had a bad back and that yeah. ruined his career there's this fear around it so you get the pain yeah and mm. then all of your history comes racing back yeah. and then you know enter this kind of context mm, around yeah. the pain like you don't want to go down that yeah i can see you thinking about it in your head and yeah you know. it's so frustrating because you do i catch myself thinking and then like and i'm then i try go don't think about it yeah and i i consciously try not to stress but then i'm like <laughs> it's Fuck. like well, you're still like thinking it's about it's a perpetual yeah. circle it's like saying don't think about a pink elephant yeah yeah, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> you're thinking about yeah. that oh i'm trying not to yeah yeah because yeah. 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 i read a book on um i can't remember what it was it was uh somebody wrote a book about pain and nerves and our thoughts on pain understanding pain understanding or, pain yeah, it yeah. might have been that one yeah. yeah so i was trying to convince myself that it's just my body sending an electrical pulse to my thing and it's not as bad as i think it is but then like the flip side is like days like today i feel really good and maybe it was the booze last night. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe you're relaxed. That's exactly yeah. right. Movement, yeah. relaxed, you feel good. Yeah. It's the last thing you're thinking about. And it gives me hope because I'm like, if I could have days where it doesn't hurt, then it means that something's happening in my body where it's not hurting. That's right. So I should be able to get to that point all the time. Yeah. So that has helped me in the last couple of years because mm, I've, I've gone through periods without mm. it and I'm like, sick. It's going to be like that. But in the period while it's still flared up and it's fucked, it's like, oh, so hurry up and get there. There <laughs> must be... There must be triggers along the way, I guess. But the, is there is there a way that you can go right? I'm so, I'm so, I'm always fixed that you know these triggers he can then afford to go into. Like so, for example, like I see you come in every time you have a big weekend. Mm. I know you're going to come in sore with a sore back. Mm. Like there must be a point where he could get to a point where him having a big weekend isn't going to c- cause that issue anymore. Mm. Yeah. Look, it's a. It's a retraining of the nervous system, right? And so that first point we've touched on, the nervous yeah. system, that's the big thing, yeah. mm-hmm. right? The nervous system and managing the nervous system in our life is everything, right? Yeah. So for that person that walks into my office and I'm, I'm kind of getting a, a gentle gauge on if I feel that they're really tense and they're wound up or if they're pretty chilled out and relaxed. And I listen to their story on their pain experience and and if there's a heap of fear around the, you know, re-injury and and listening to their belief system around what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because, again, if you get that pain and and all the fears come flooding in about, oh, fuck, here we go again, and then that causes you to be wound up and it causes you to be protective, then Mm -hmm. you're feeding into the cycle. Whereas if you know that... You know, okay, we've got a sensitive back. There's a bit of a history there. But if you get a bit of back tightness, if it stays particularly local to the back, you're not getting the nerve pain, then there's probably not a huge concern around it. It's probably more muscle tightness. We don't need to raise alarm bells just from a bit of back tightness there. Mm. We're not pushing on the nerve and nothing like that is happening. Then we can stay nice and relaxed. And then if you have a management strategy that you know okay if i do these stretches when it gets tight then chances are it's going to quite it's going to settle mm. down you know then you have that internal locus of control you have that control in the situation which just makes you feel more empowered in yeah. the whole thing so perhaps different as you and nothing against chiros you know there's yeah. lots of good chiros around just like physios as well but Whatever the clinician's approach, if you're if the person becomes reliant on a passive treatment, mm-hmm. you're reliant on that clinician mm, yep. for you to somehow become better. And perhaps even more so than that, maybe there's a fear around if I don't go, then it's gonna be bad. Yeah. Whereas my whole thing is empowering the individual. Yeah. 
where, okay, if I have these series of stretches that I do, you know, kind of religiously, but just like brushing our teeth morning and yeah. night, we do that to look after our teeth. Mm. Do a couple of minutes of back stretches morning and night. It doesn't have to be a huge commitment, but chances are that will keep on top yeah. of it. How good is the the, re- the consistency? Like, it's uh, everything. I've just added 15 to 20 minutes, not much, of stretching before bed every night. And I've been doing that a week. Fuck, the difference is... Oh, man, it's like, crazy. Like, it's ridiculous. Crazy. But just with... Uh, even with my speed. Yep. Like, everything. Yep. Uh, feeling good in the morning. Uh, something that makes me probably sleep better, I, I guess. Yep. Whatever, my sleep's been a lot better. So, um, spot on. And then, again, let's say we're talking about, okay, how is the nervous system managing in our day-to-day lives? You go, okay, is it the stretching? Is it the specific stretches or exercises? Or is it that period of mindfulness and mm. nervous system downregulation, mm. yep. relaxing before bed, then you're probably going to have a better sleep and the roll-on effect of that is yeah. everything. Yeah. So is you, are you feeling more powerful because of 15 minutes of stretching or because you feel more rested and recovered and you've had a yeah. good night's rest? Well, well what can not concerns me, but like the same pain is there at the end of every day. Like yeah. uh, I'll, I'll free it up, I'll feel good in the morning, by the end of the day the same sort of pains and aches as are there. Yeah. Um, like within the, the top, of me lower back, uh, yeah. on top of the hips, hip flexors. Yeah. Um, what, I'm curious because I think uh, back pain is fucking so common. It's very interesting It's so too. common. Yeah. Is it, you know, are we slouched? Is it our posture? Is it the way we live? Is it we're hunched over looking at phones? There must be a lot of contributing factors because it's fucking so common now. Yeah. What I would say to is an imbalance in the forces acting on the tissues of the body. So basically... If you're standing all day, chances are you'll get a bit tight through the back and the hips. Or mm-hmm. if you're sitting all day, chances are you'll get a bit tight through the back and the hips. So mm-hmm. not, one is not necessarily better than the other. But what I would say is we need to balance out the forces acting on the body throughout the day. So mm. rather than just relying on those stretches at the end of the day, mm. you have little chunks of a couple of minutes here and there that that help to balance out the forces acting on the body mm. throughout the day. So if you're standing all day, then you want to be sitting on your smoko and at lunchtime mm. and whatever else. Mm. If you're sitting all day, then you probably want to go for a walk and have a cruise around and stretch out that way. Yeah. 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 That's that's handy. It's totally to key, man. It's yeah. totally key. So, um, you know, it's all it's all about balance. So yeah. as, as a, a movement teacher and... and you know, uh, running the yoga studio down there. The, the main essence of yoga is balance. So how do we achieve balance in life? How do we achieve balance with, with our body? So that's the yin-yang philosophy. Mm. All yin and then we're these floppy things. All yang, which is the fire, we're, we're going to explode, right? So mm. we need to find balance. Mm. And then, you know, you're getting a good physio consultation here, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But that's okay. People, you know, people, people book in a couple of weeks that's ahead it. for this sort of thing. But yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's cool. um, so think cat-cow, if you know the movement, you're going from pushing away mm. to then extending, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the effect that that's having on the discs is this balancing mm. of, of, oh, yeah. of the discs. Yeah. Because it's all the discs are all about the pressure through there. Now, if we're sitting like this all day, that's good for five, ten minutes, and the mm. body loves it. Yeah. Because the body just wants to hang out and chill. There's mm. nothing wrong with hanging out and chilling. So this idea of bad posture is garbage. Yeah. Right. That's mm. interesting. That's right. Because I'm so um, mindful of how I'm sitting, and I go, No, I want to see. I want to see you chilling. Chill, like chill, that. chill. Yeah. Right. But what's important? So first of all, the first. Um, one to grab onto is the best posture is the one that feels good. Really? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's but, so... 
but such then, a relief to hear. But, <laughs> but, but then we know, then we know yin yang. Too much of anything, even good things, is yeah. going to start to you know you're going to have an imbalance, right? Yeah. So then, what I want to see is you're regularly moving, right? So then the other one to grab onto is the best posture is your next posture, right? So we're all chilling at one moment, and then we're all sitting up the next moment, but this balancing out in the pressure within the discs mm. that's what keeps the nervous system nice and relaxed okay. nice and chilled and because what happens it's all that imagine the nervous system you know a simplistic way to look at it particularly well the autonomic nervous system which um is is the the automatic nervous system right imagine this kind of control center like in the middle of your head or something like that and it's constantly surveying your environment for potential threat like mm. predator that's right. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's your external environment and your internal environment. Yeah. And if it detects any potential threat, it starts making changes in your chemistry and physiology to protect you. Its job is to keep you safe yeah. and protect you. So for some reason, if it starts to detect something, whether it's an imbalance in the pressure in the discs in the body, it starts. It doesn't like this, so it needs to send a message to your conscious brain yep. so that you make a change. So that message might come in the form of tension and pain. Yep. All that's happening is there, we've been spending too much time in one particular position, pressure starts to build up, the nervous system detects this and goes, all right, I need to get this motherfucker to move. Yeah. Mm. So it starts to create tension. You, you should feel that and go, okay, I just need it. Uh, have a stretch yeah. and yeah. move and then I feel way better yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So then the nervous system goes, oh, cool, he got the message and he chills out. Yeah. yeah. So then something else I, I, I like is listen when the body whispers at you <laughs> before it starts throwing bricks at you, right? right? So if you're picking up on the subtle messages, you're making subtle changes regularly and if you have you know, gentle little practices that you add into your routine. What were you literally talking about before he walked in the door, Delby? Like yeah, listening, yeah, strong <laughs> listening to your, your body, body. Yeah, like yeah, literally yeah. listening. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a fucking key taking has been balance. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. Because when you neglect one part of your life, whether it's business, love, family, relationships, uh, exercise, whatever it is, if you, ne- if you focus all your attention on improving one, you're probably neglecting one of the others. That's right. And yeah. it's, it's about balancing it, rest, everything, having exactly a good right. balance in, in that. But listening to your body is... Yeah. Well, we were, we we're trying to discuss whether are we actually listening to our body or are we picking up on a greater consciousness or is our body the consciousness mm. that, we're, For, that we're listening to? Well, I'll give you an example. So yeah. like I said to Delby, I'd... I'd picked up this breath work technique oh, cool. within a meditation. Beautiful. I told someone else who's uh, into the uh, the meditation, uh, the breath work, of this of this method that I'd picked up, and she said, "Yeah, that's a, a natural technique you use to relieve pain and stress." And I was like, "How did I get that?" Now, the spiritual part of me would go, "Well, we're connected to a higher source, you know, uh, consciousness. It's, a, it's a collective mm. consciousness. It's my higher self, whatever it ends up, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That's what that side of it." But then I said to Delby, "What if it's your body?" Is just knows how to heal itself. It knows how to heal a cut. It knows how to grow hair. It's a healing machine. A hundred percent. It knows how to do it. So what? When you're quiet and in your in meditation and quiet with your body and listening to your body, is it just your body giving it, delivering it to you in a way that you can understand and say, this is exactly what you're meant to do and that's how you do it? I don't know. Either way, I don't care. But I fucking come up with that by myself and they're like, yeah, that's, that's an actual... Good. That's, that's quite an, good. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, you know, we, we know that the body is a healing machine mm. and particularly if we can keep to our roots as, as you know, how has this body evolved... Mm. 
you know, it hasn't evolved with running around trying to keep up with the Joneses and, and in the rat race and this relentless stress. So if we look at that nervous system being all charged up, if you're running around multitasking, you know, super, you know, hyperactive in the frontal lobes of the brain, the problem-solving part of the brain, you're not hearing those subtle messages. You've mm. got too much other shit going on. So yeah. like, you're, like you're saying, when we can quiet the mind come back to actually listening to the body a little bit, then you'll pick up on those subtle messages. You'll be much more connected mm. to your body. And that's a whole thing, you know, I, I love to teach. My older brother, Stu, Stuart Watkins, is, is a beautiful yoga teacher and he was miles ahead of the game, you know, 15-something years ago, 20 years ago. And together we teach this these workshops called Quiet Mind, Open Heart, which is all about getting out of our head, getting back to our body... And it's kind of in line with the choose love, not fear kind mm. of thing. Come back to the heart, mm. come back to your body, trust that. And as opposed to this hyperactivity in the frontal lobes of the brain, which is, again, where all the doubts, the fears, the insecurities are all coming from. So if we're up there, the nervous system's on high alert. Mm. We're, we're, in, we're in stress response, fight or flight. We're constantly running around like this. Mm. Now, in that state the way these bodies evolved, because everything in these bodies has an evolutionary function, if you're in that state, it would make sense. Imagine a couple of hundred thousand years ago, we were cruising around, and let's say you haven't eaten for five days and you're, in, you're on high alert. It would make sense for yourself to be super sensitive and hyper aware. You can hear a pin drop over there because that might be the difference mm. between survival or dying you can smell that maybe that's what i you know maybe that's going to keep me alive maybe that's some food so mm. you so basically the our pain threshold comes right down and our sensitivity to pain comes right up so when we have that prolonged relentless periods of stress that's also when the body is far more vulnerable yeah. to like a back spasm going on you yeah, sounds like me. yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so we're we're in this we're in this you know Short, and I'm not trying to say that stress is a big bad wolf because stress also allows us to get a lot of shit done. I wouldn't have a physio degree without yeah. stress. Yeah. And um, it serves a purpose. It serves a yeah. purpose and it turns us into a superhuman for a short period of time. And if we have the ability to observe, okay, I'm pretty wound up, but I'm getting a lot of shit done. Let's just come back to the breath. You know, maybe it's, it's observing how it's affecting my breathing, the tension in my muscles. Okay, I just, I just need a moment, even a couple of minutes to mm. calm everything down and that will allow the tension to settle. It turns the dial down on the nervous system. Yeah. We feel more calm, we feel more present and then we can kind of continue on with our day. I had a question about the nervous system because I've, I've studied, I was phys ed and health teacher. Yeah, cool. Um, now... I, I can't quite conceptualise, right? I know we've got our nerves running from our spinal cord that branch off all over our body. Yeah. When I'm feeling really local pain in my back, am I feeling it in that part of my back or is that my brain associating where the pain is and I actually feel the pain in my brain or am I feeling the pain in my body? Does that make sense? Yeah, so yeah. it makes sense and, and, you know, all these little one-liners that I love, but the issue is in the tissues, <laughs> right? It's, it's yeah. there, but because of your history, because of your physiology, 
you know, what the, the message going to the brain might be much more heightened than the actual issue going yeah. on in there. So the other thing that, that we learn through, that we've learned through research is that pain does not necessarily equal dysfunction mm. or anything to be concerned about. It's simply the message your brain is perceiving and, th- and that is so intertwined with your context and your history and mm. everything going on right now, mm. meaning you might have not slept for a week and that might be nothing to be concerned about, but you yeah. just... You just need some rest and some movement and to chill everything out. Yeah. Then we go, you know, then that's that's where it's worth having a good physio or, or whoever it is because maybe there is that little bit of weakness on that side. Maybe that's the side that you had injured in the past. So there's a susceptibility on yep. that side, but probably nothing to be concerned about. Yeah. So the issue is there, but it's probably heightened yeah, yeah, yeah. by your belief system and where you're at with stress and yeah. just the tension in the muscles. And there. whatever your body remembers the pain. That's so right. Protects it. Yeah. So when I was on, every time I do mushrooms, um, my back like spasm and the, the pain is just so immense. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So anytime it's, it's like electrical shocks right where my surgeons mushrooms. were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, every time. Um, and it's like, oh, like I can't, I can almost not, not get up. Yeah, and I don't have that sending me a message because the last time I had a, the message was you are not your back, you you are not your back pain. Beautiful. So I was like, all right, sick. Like that's I was really to cool. Focus on that. Yeah, and then the pain started to go away. So I was like, well, maybe that's what I had to get from it. But yeah, yeah it was that's like, a good message, man. Yeah, that's a good message. Yeah, because you're not, you know, and and the thing is, you know. Basically, with neuroplasticity, meaning the, mm. the ever-learning effect on the, the nervous system and the body, it's always evolving. And so if you understand that, that you are not your back pain yeah. and, and that that's just the result of experiences and yeah. things that are going on at the moment, you can kind of let it go a little bit. And again, if you've got some stretches that you know help, then you can kind of work through it yeah. and work through it nice and calmly. I guess yeah. it comes back to balance, doesn't it? Like yeah. understanding that... Um, yeah, that is relevant yeah. because it's telling me there's some pain That's right, there. let's not ignore but, it. Yeah, mm. but yeah. there's balance. I've always tried when people go, how's your back? I try, I don't want to be identify as the guy with the fuck back. Mm. So I, I've been trying to be like, yeah, good, like it's great. Yeah, you know, it's positive sore, but it's good, yeah. you know, but yeah, I'm trying to get out of that space. Well, that that's I've good, man. There's nothing wrong with that. And I've seen you touch on stoicism and, and for me, that's a big part of working through this this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in, in Buddhism... Uh, theory it's it's a big one because in people with chronic pain um, what's been shown is that people can accept their issue they can work through the issue whereas a lot of people get caught up in this kind of victim mentality and they they resent it Mm. they're like why me and why my back and and they end up getting caught up in resisting it and pushing it away Mm -hmm. and in that resistance comes tension Mm. right so with this acceptance you can and the more you understand knowledge is power and you know that perhaps there's nothing to be too concerned about and we, we're just trying to achieve balance and we need to listen to it but not get too caught up in yeah. it and fear it, then you can work through yeah. it. My biggest change was was exactly that. I used to be very frustrated, feel like a victim, felt like I couldn't do anything. And I saw a physio in Kareem. I can't remember his name anymore. but That's right. We won't he, kept up <laughs> yeah. he kept He was keeping up with research. I found that a lot of people I'd seen before him would – learn what they learn at uni and then they go practice for 10 years and they still stick to what they know. That's right. So yeah. for him, to, he was like, no, nah, recent research suggests and he's like quoting all these peer-reviewed articles that running is actually beneficial. They, they said not to run, but he's like, if you run, it's actually going to be, um, studies have said that it can improve your back and I was like, okay. And then just that change of mindset 
where he goes, yeah, it's going to hurt, but the next time you run, it will hurt less and less and less. And I gave it a go, and it was bang on. And well, I got back good, to man. running, you know, and I, I couldn't run fuck five years ago. And then we did 25Ks when he did 53, longest mm. I've ever run. So. <laughs> That's sick, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, pretty interesting. You probably read, you know, an article similar with neck pain. So basically some something around going for a, uh, a 15 to 20 minute walk was mm. as good for chronic neck pain as any neck exercise wow you know and okay how how can we justify the effect of that chances are it's managing stress you yeah. go outside you have some mindfulness some grounding mm. you're calming the nervous system you're upright so you're not at the desk you're you know breathing as well like yeah exactly right yep it's just movement just is everything, oh right? yeah motion yeah. is lotion that's that's probably yeah. the big one motion is lotion. take, take like that, that man because that's just yeah. the way of life you know yeah. it's it's these these joints they have this joint lubricant in it and um i guess the way i liken it to is a, is a bit of chinese theory which is 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 just flow yeah right so imagine a flowing river it's just like this fresh water flowing river that's that's what you know it's it's you can almost drink that yeah as opposed to a stagnant swamp yeah swamp right it's just if you leave water there you know it's a little bacteria processing environment whereas Mm. that flowing water that's what we want so we're trying to keep that flow going in our body whatever that is um, that's what's going to help yeah. the tissues to feel nice and well, calm and relaxed. The motion is lotion and, and the mindfulness, it sounds like you're really big on that, settling, focusing. I've been listening to Dr. Joe Dispenders. Yeah, Dispenders cool. Dispenders book. Yeah. Um, it's a long one, but I don't think it's his first one. It's Placebo his next or one. Nah, superhuman it's one? It might be superhuman. Yeah. Uh, I'm about Becoming like 13 hours in or something like that. Joe so Dispenders is a hell of a man. Mm. Yeah. So, like, I <laughs> try, and, his back. I try oh. and do what he does. Yeah. But I always evolve your brain is his name. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so yeah, nice. That's that neuroplasticity. Yeah. So. I'm trying yep. to, like, focus on thinking about my muscles working perfectly in my spine. But after like a minute and a half, I'm like, fuck, I've lost it. I'm Dude, that's hardcore. Yeah. Because you're trying to do something that's very difficult, which mm. is focus your attention on something for a long period yeah. of time. And in this world we're living in, that's a fucking hard fuck, task. It's, so it's just better to bring that up. Like we all have ADHD, you know. It's, yeah. it's, 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 we, we're, we're, you know at our attention is being just stolen from us in, 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 all, in every aspect of our lives. So you try and sit there for five minutes and, and stay focused. Yeah. So, you know, him talking about you know how he would focus on every single vertebrae and if he didn't get through every single vertebrae coming healing it he would start so again, again right? that's what i tried to so, do so look <laughs> but you're not in a hospital bed and you have other things yeah, to do. Yeah. you know he was yeah. lying there healing and and doctors told him he'd never walk again yeah so motion is lotion you know spend five minutes doing some gentle stretches some cat cows and some breathing and you'll be feeling pretty yeah. bloody good, man. It's such a vicious circle, though, because I try to focus on it, but then I think about him focusing on his back. Yeah. So but I'm that, like, that shit, that'll I'm just come with it, practice. Like, oh, he's doing it. Like, plus, is it, plus, he was a Cairo man, so yeah. he knows the back. In really. and out. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. It's a different thing. You're trying to imagine this thing that you don't really know inside yeah, out, back yeah. to front, up yeah. and down. And that comes with, like, I think, like, same with meditation and focus. That's like, right. It all comes with practice. So at the start, like, oh, I was fucking horrific. Yep. meditation my yep. mind would wander ridiculous amounts of course and then again when you resist it it's it's making it worse so like yeah oh no my mind's wandered come back bring it back start again mm. and use it to a point now I, even this morning's meditation my mind wandered away whoa come back like yeah. you it still happens and i've been mm. doing of, it of course man and and same and and you know my advice with people there because 
meditation, you know, is a big uh, barrier for a lot of people. Mm. Either they don't know what it is and it's intimidating and sitting on a on a pillow and, and doing nothing is intimidating because, yeah. you know, everyone putting their phone down for five minutes is, is a challenge. Um, so they either don't know enough about it, it's an intimidating idea, or they, they've been told they need to do it for 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. Whereas in my mind, it's all about gradual exposure over mm-hmm. time. So again, I, I heard you chatting to Corey Green mm-hmm. um, about climbing the mountain. So it's like, if you want to, you know, you know, if you want to be able to sit there quiet in mind, connected with your body and breath and you want to be able to do that for long periods of time, you know, start with five minutes. Yeah. Start with freaking two minutes, mm. you know, and literally set the alarm on your phone and just put it over there. Mm. You know you know what's going to go off in five minutes, so you don't have to reach for it. You can mm. just leave it there and you can just enjoy that five minutes knowing, fuck, okay, this is what I'm doing for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know, put it on do not disturb so it's not going to go off. Yeah. And you do your five and you're like, fuck, that feels good up. I might, I might do another five, you yeah. know, and you gradually build up that time. Because I, I look back on <coughs> what my routine is today, like recently. I've looked yeah. at it and gone, wow, I fucking, I've, I've got a pretty good routine. Nice. And then, but then before that, I looked at it again and before that and went further back and further back. And I've just added little bits into it slowly yeah. over time without thinking about it. Like, well, not thinking about it. Yeah. I think though, like, Six years ago when I started implementing these little things, if I had a thought it was going to take me six years to get to this point, I would have gone, what a fucking, what a nightmare. Six like, years but, goes pretty quick. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> when you look back on like... 36 years. Yeah, I know, you're telling well, me. I, I looked back, like something came up the other, it was like a Facebook memory from a year ago and you're like, fuck, that was, that felt like... Crazy. Two yeah. days ago, yeah. but it's actually a year of effort to get to... Russia it. invaded Ukraine 720 days ago. It's fucking crazy, yeah. <laughs> so those, insane, those sorts of things, like even though... You know, you, you might say 12 months, fuck, that's a long time to get that mm. to become regular. When you actually think back on 12 months, it's fucking like that. So far. So it is just, it's, it's one of those things, I think you just slowly but surely add little bits. Like that's, I, I yeah. started out doing one sauna a month. I, yeah, I can't fucking I do, sauna. Yeah, I do, sauna's hard. Something I need to work on. I, I do four a week bar. now. Yeah, so. I do four a week. Yeah. I used to do one meditation a month yeah. for five minutes yeah. i do nearly two a day for 10 to 15 minutes that's it's because nice you're, you're better than me man. No, no. it's <laughs> just it's just and so i felt this guilt the other day i was at the coffee shop and i was talking to me local barista and i was like he's like what are you doing today going to a sauna right eh? like <laughs> a fucking oh tough life yeah and i thought i felt guilty i was like yeah i am being a bit like i should have gratitude for that one but the, i felt guilty for ha- like that's what the life i've created what? and then i thought no, no, no. It's taken me six years to get to this point where I have the freedom to be able to go to a sauna, go do yoga, go meditate, go for a run, go to a podcast. Mm. I mean, at the moment, I'm sacrificing financially to do that as well. Good on you, man. But um, it's something I've worked fucking six years. I've gone through a fucking divorce. Yeah, good um, on you I've too. gone through a lot. I've <laughs> 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 gone through a lot to get to that point. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm just woken up one morning and going, oh, I'm going for a sauna four That's times right. a week. Yeah, yeah. So, Good. When I look back on it like that, I went, no, fuck, don't be guilty. You've worked yeah. hard to get to this point. Mm. Well, um, spot on, man. And the body's a good investment. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, this is the coolest mm. machine you will ever work with, mm. these bodies of well, ours. I, f- mm. I, l- I remember sitting back listening to Joe Rogan episodes when yeah. I was a sheet metal fabricator or yeah. any one of these episodes I'd listen to because I was just mindlessly welding and doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. And 
And I remember sitting there thinking, fuck, I wish I had the time to do what these guys do when they're talking about you hear like yeah, that's I right. would hear, hear a Rogan, Rogan yeah, who's exactly. a full-time podcast a comedian mm. has the time to go I'm going to go for an ice bath today and I'm going to well, every morning yeah, and then, yeah, yeah exactly and, and, the and then he go and do his podcast and he do and I'd be like fuck man that lot and I I've half created it maybe not to the financial <laughs> uh, <laughs> remuneration that he gets early but days, like, early days. Um, but I would I would sit there and go this that seems like a really appealing way of living concentrating on your health and well-being it's, constantly it's the best investment mm. for sure and and again it's not until you lose something and you've you've both experienced it that you know you spend we spend all our time looking for this external something that's yeah. going to give us fami- fulfillment yeah. and it's not until we lose something with our health and our wellness yeah. that you would give anything to oh, have that, that back we, anything we now. spoke about it the other day that uh, subjective idea of like when you're sick yeah, yeah. You, you just want to be. Oh my God. You, you just want, you don't even want to feel great. You just want to be normal. You again. give everything. Like, you give everything. You know, if you yeah. had that, if you had something that was just, you know, creating a disability for you, you would mm. pay anything. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, that's right. How, so how have you manufactured your time now? Do you choose your own hours and mm. have yeah. you created the way you want to live? I'm, I'm loving it, man. Uh, you know, I can see longevity at the moment. Uh, I basically work seven till one at the clinic, yep. and I love it. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, it's like this, and, yeah. and I might do a massage and do some exercises with people, but it's chilled. It's yeah. like this kind of tempo. Mm. Yeah. Um. So it it feels good. It's fulfilling to me, and I'm I feel like I'm helping people. So there's you know there's job satisfaction, yeah. and then technically I've got the afternoon to to do those things. So Pretty cool. Yeah. So if I'm going well, I'll, I'll get a bit of meditation and movement in before work, and then I've got the afternoon to yeah. train. Yeah. How do you go with the stereotypes with guys and um, being in your mind and your heart space and yoga. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love challenging it. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing, and again, my big bro was a good mentor, I think, for, you know, for, for not giving a fuck what people think. Yeah. And, mm. uh, and for if he's got a message that's going to help people, he's going to put it out there and, and he's going to do that unashamedly and for the greater good mm. kind of thing. And... Uh, I probably, you know, was caught up in a bit more stigma in terms of being at footy clubs yeah. and being a bit more in, in the mainstream world that way. Where did you used to play? Uh, Wembley yeah. for a good chunk and then Kulbinia Amos for, oh. for hey. a chunk too. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to let out that violence. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Love it. And, um, and Do you yeah. have to wear linen? Uh, Is it a requirement <laughs> in the yoga world? Yeah, uh, it's important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if we got. Yeah, we got Lulu on here. Yeah. Lulu Lemon shout out. Yeah. Uh, but um, I so a big thing of what I teach are these spinal waves, which yeah. is getting your spine to move like a snake. Because if you can learn to in, you can learn to control every single vertebrae mm. and do that with this fluidity and this softness and. Um, then you can create a body in which ten- tension just won't even exist. So I started challenging the stigma a little bit, you know, on a Saturday morning before I'm about to play a game of footy, mm. you know, I'll put up a story of me doing these, like, spinal waves, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just, like, couldn't have been more a more feminine thing to be doing. Yeah. But because I just owned it, plus, you know, I was sort of... Uh, the lads get around it. Well, I was big and ugly and strong enough <laughs> that, that, that people... They would try and like go like nice spinal waves this morning, man, or like you know yeah. sort of gay or yeah, you know? yeah. and it's like, how's your back feel, man? My yeah. feels fucking good. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Do you have a mantra? Yeah. I'm a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slippery little snake. 
I find that a lot more of the lads at footy clubs <laughs> now. Yeah, get, get a wave and feel that. Yeah. Feel the flow. Well, they, I, a lot. my experience of late and, and going into amateurs where you'd expect it to be a bit more like, no, fuck that, you're, fucking, right. you're fucking gay. Like, you expect that. Everyone's, right. Everyone's coming around. It's Fucking changing. It's yeah. changing. Yeah. Mm. And I, Thank I, you, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I believe it's the great hope in society and civilization at the moment is this change that's happening. Yeah. People moving towards looking out for ourselves, looking out for each other, you know, not just criticizing the fuck out of each other. There's still that toxic, mm. uh, you know, oh, yeah. whatever you want to call it, it's, it's still there. But people are more open-minded. And, and I've just found that with myself is that People, you know, if they're thinking oh, maybe he's onto something, they've been a bit more accepting. Mm. And, and um, <laughs> I think it was the biggest one when I was out. So let's say that the guys hadn't fully grabbed onto it at the footy club yet. And we went out to see Paradiso at one of the end of season drinks or whatever. Mm. And we were all dancing down at the, the outdoor little area there. And, and these two girls came up, up to me and, and they like looked at me and they were like, are you the spinal flow guy? <laughs> <laughs> and all the boys were just like, get fucked. <laughs> it's, and I was like, oh my, it just, you couldn't write, you know, you couldn't write it. It was so funny, man. I, th- I think a lot more people are, um, uh, and not just at footy clubs, a lot more people are, are like-minded than we think, I think. That's right. Because, I mean, you've even seen it, uh, I went out on uh, whatever night, Friday night, and watched Delby show, and I was floating around, and I met about three or four listeners um, and they're all, they all would fit the stereotypes of, you know, macho sort of blokes. And yep. they went, yeah, I've got the same, I'm on, on the same wavelength as you. And we're pretty spiritual in that way. We're pretty like, com- like empathy, compassion. We preach that sort of stuff right. like that. And you don't hear guys talk about that too much in their groups. But when they come up to you and have a quiet little word That's right. on the side and you're like, hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing it a lot more. And then I'm seeing it at barbecues, some of my mates, they'll come up. Yeah, I they're just, think they're just the same quiet, as you. you know, like, yeah, they just want to have mm. a little chat. And we're, <laughs> we're lucky because we're, we're saying it on a podcast and then they potentially see a clip or they, they hear it or listen yeah. or whatever. Um, but I might have 20 mates who think exactly the same. They don't have this platform. That's but right. But they think the same yeah. and they're just not saying it. So. Yeah, and, uh, and the men's work space is huge at the moment, you mm. know, and, and I've got a, a bit of involvement in that. Um, and you know, run the occasional men's circle over at the yoga studio in which you open it up in this circle and it's obviously just the just the men and, and you pass the talking stick around, give someone that space to, you know, talk about a win and, a, and, and something that they're struggling with, with and, and you just watch watch them just pop off, or, you know, and, and, mm. and open up and, and feel comfortable to kind of um, what share is, what they're going through. What is, is, it, is, it, is it the stigma maybe? Because... I have the same, and I think you'd have the same sort of it, not cringe, but like a feeling of like, oh, guys, just the men's work, yeah, like almost like a stereotype, not a stereotype. But it's almost like, oh, they're getting in a circle and they're, it's yeah. like weakness, and no femininity, no, because I think it's vulnerability. I think it's a great thing, but there's just something. There's a bit of cringe there for you. There's mm. a bit. I don't know what that is. I would, I'd love to do it. Is so it, it's is, not like if a, you can look at it. Is it your conditioning? Like is potentially, it, is it is it just simply that you're you're conditioned to not want to sit in a circle and and be completely open and honest and vulnerable? No. Because as men, it's like me against yeah. you, and we're in this kind of battle. It's mm. this competitive thing, and I it's don't know what do it, it is because I am very open to that. Yeah, it's better to do it around men because women say they want an emotional guy, but 
they really want a strong provider. They do, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and then right. if you open up to them, they're like, fuck, man, you're a little, you're a little well, beta actually, male. I think... And it's fuck because they say that's what they want, but they don't. I think they, I they know... Really want it. I think I've just realised what it is. I'm more than happy to talk what? to my mum, but yeah, yeah. not my partner. But in a... In a, in in a, a weak way. In a, but in like a private a, group. In yeah, a, yeah, it needs to be... So what have you figured out there? It's... When I see it on, on video, film. yeah, like film. I can't, it triggers me. And I know I understand people need to film it to promote it to say yeah. this yeah. is what's. So it's one of those half of a. I feel like, like it should be kept yeah, private. Look, you don't per, have to share. Per, it, that's you know? my yes. ethos with it, and and there's a few of us, uh, you know, who are who are kind of leading their own little, you know, groups out there, or, or however you want to say it, and that that's our consensus mm. with with breathwork because breathwork can go deep, and we, you know, you can go full trauma release breathwork, mm. and that that's like a a glorious release. It's intense, man, watching someone like, you know, have this big fucking release. Mm. And our the general consensus is let's not glorify that. That's mm. that's behind the scenes. So if there's any photos, it's the the gentle one beforehand where it's all yeah. chill, or it's the gentle one afterwards where people are chatting. But you you know, for me, photos it, isn't as bad. I think. Well, but still, you know, we'd maybe we because everyone's trying to make it. Yeah. Everyone's trying to make something of themselves, yeah. right? So they're they're glorifying this huge trauma mm. release, but mm. then you're also showing the person in their absolute vulnerability, mm. and then. Yeah. And, and using that for marketing or yeah. something, that's a little bit brutal and that would be fine to be cringeworthy mm. towards that. I so feel. for yeah, me, it's, right almost, right. Yeah. It, it's almost like as long as it's not... Pro- and I understand people need to make profit sometimes if they're hiring a space potentially, but I feel like that is... It gets a bit murky, doesn't it? It's weird because you are doing that's a service right. and you're helping somebody just like a physio. Why would you charge to work on the body but you're not going to charge to work mm. on the mind and spirit? Yeah, like, yeah it's, 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 it's an know, interesting one, man. It's just as valuable... Or I, more. I, I don't or like when somebody um, is a self-proclaimed shaman and then they're no, charging like through yeah. the nose. It's like, and, and you're like, the widest dude you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like that full trick. I don't know why it's just like. Look, it's totally fine, you yeah. know. And there's probably some cultural appropriation going yeah. on. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. to be honest, like, well, in yeah. my head, it like I'd be like, oh, okay, let's get together, five or six of my real close mates, and let's go do it ourselves. But then, what the? F- I don't know anything. I don't know how to run it or what mm. we should be doing. So I well, guess there is a service for people who go, right, this is the best way to yeah. – these are some uh, what, methods that I've What I've is learned. the trauma uh, breath work? What's that all about? That's interesting to me. Is that because we store emotions in our body or our breath or – Yeah, breath really It's so funny that like me. come do breath work. It's like I've been breathing for my whole life. Yeah, the breath know? work's <laughs> a funny one. You know, the breath work comes with this uh, mystical kind yeah. of – if you're not into it, yeah. uh, if you're new to it, it's it, – does come with some connotations ar- around it. Mm. So there's different forms of breath work, and at the yoga studio we run we run breath work every day. And and though that kind of breath work session will be more methodical and and probably more therapeutic and chill, and you're you're just running breathing exercises and you, you know really calming the nervous system, mm. and that's a beautiful practice. And and I would recommend everyone try that. But then there's so many different styles of breathwork and the trauma release breathwork or there's different names holotropic breathwork or c- conscious connected breathwork or um yeah we could there's a Holo- holotropic comes up a lot what's yeah. what can you explain i don't again i'm just beginning to uh, yeah. get into the idea of breathwork and being able to use breath to heal yeah so look i can say i can safely say that it's been perhaps the most powerful uh, modality that's created a big shift for me to let go of some old stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I've always explored, you know, and 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 with psychedelics and and obviously yoga and meditation, uh, but this was 
to me the 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 most effective. Mm. Uh, like, for what I've noticed, very like instant. Uh, yeah, well, within that session, yeah, yeah. it can really crack you open. Uh, it's always set and setting, like with psychedelics as well. So it's got to be the right people, the right place, the right environment. But it's a style of breath work. My my analogy is that when you start breathing in this way, and there's a particular technique to it, it's like your foot is on the. Ga- it's like you're in a vehicle and your foot is on the gas pedal, and you're diving into your subconscious. Mm. And and what happens because it's the breath, as opposed to like a psychedelic experience, where once you go, you're you're kind of at the mercy of the of the mushroom or whatever it might be. Mm. Whereas the beauty of this breath work is your foot's on the gas pedal, you're in control, right? Mm. So so you start to breathe in this certain way and it it basically changes the physiology of what's going on with with your pH, so the oxygen carbon dioxide sort of difference. And and by that that change, it, it really within a few minutes starts to alter your consciousness and i don't know if you've you've seen the the t-rex arms but they come up in the Mm. in the glory glory photos a few times of the trauma release because it starts to give you what's called tetany potentially where you know you move into this flexor pattern because of lack of oxygen or lack of carbon dioxide uh you're 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 blowing off the carbon dioxide Mm. yeah and so that just the change in the ph creates this this tetany and it comes with this like tension and you're you're really you're going into your subconscious, and it, we we see this um, come, going out of the thinking brain, and and it, you might start to bump into a memory or mm. something, or just a feeling, and then emotions might start coming, and you've got no control, but you start like feeling emotion, and then really it's up to you whether you want to dive into it Mm. and actually see what's going on there or if you go now's not the time i'm not feeling safe in this environment i'm just going to pull back and just chill out a little bit and just stop breathing (laughs) well you you just relax (laughs) yeah and then then the chills and we just chill but so you don't necessarily work through that thing yeah but for me at at this particular retreat at this particular point in time like they got us to write um some words down um on on a on a card you know an intention for the session and mine was i'm ready so when i bumped into that i was like let's fucking go yeah and you just you're on the breath so you just breathe harder and um and you literally just move through it and there was a lot of old guilt stuff yeah all Mm. you know old old guilt i was holding on to without even realizing or, or or maybe pain from when i was younger that because, you know, let's put it this way, as a man, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel the full pain of a situation because yeah. we're not as connected with our emotion or whatever. Or the nervous system is so sophisticated at protecting you that maybe something is so painful that to feel the full wrath of that pain at the time is just incomprehensible. Yeah. You know, and, and I you know, I could say for 10 years of physioing, I barely had a sick day, right? Yeah. Even though I had, you know, four different serious breakups and mm. you know all this different shit that was going on i never missed a day's work yeah you know? and i think i think i'm all right you know and in my mind I, i'm just i must just be resilient yeah you know but meanwhile i'm just not feeling the full feelings of the situation because yeah. perhaps it would have just hurt too much and so with the breath work because it takes you out of your head and you you're kind of going into that subconscious you're working into it 
And then with with the breath, it just allows you to feel the emotion. So maybe it was just having this huge cry that mm. I haven't had for 10 fucking years mm. because I've just been going about my business and been too busy to even feel anything. And you have this huge cry and it's like, oh, my God, the how high I felt coming out of that was yeah. like the best pill mm. I ever like had. Like catharsis. Huge ma- there were I got up, like I was lying down having this huge experience, this huge cry and I sat up, everyone was still breathing, and I was I smiled from ear to ear, tears and snot all over my face. <laughs> and I legitimately felt like it's done. Mm. All this searching and looking and and psychic I was like, at that moment I could have sworn I'd just solved all the problems of the It was universe. within the whole time. It was <laughs> always it's always within. Oh, it is. <laughs> I think I've seen some people with T Rex hands, but that's at festivals. <laughs> <laughs> that's a self induced <laughs> yeah. that's a different one. There, there is <laughs> yeah. there's there's certainly uh, room for balance between that, you know, masculine strength to get through your your pains and your traumas and and deal with it. But there's also uh, we go back to balance. The balance know, is the key. Being able to uh, acknowledge it and move through it and not just go, nah, I'm I'm ignoring it. Fucking, this yeah. is what it is. Having a good and cry is great. Well, it's, oh, it's a beautiful thing. Isn't yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's quite masculine to to face your traumas and your demons right. head it's on and acknowledge yeah. them and then move through them and That's use right. them to build your strength and character, so I, I believe. All part of the hero's journey, if you've kind of looked into the hero's journey mm. much, it's... Um, no, what, uh, what's the hero's journey? Oh, the hero's journey, journey it's... Um, oh, God, I'm going to... I'll have to come back to you with who, who wrote it back in the day now. But basically the hero's journey is the blueprint for like every awesome movie you've ever seen, right? Which uh, is, yeah. which is you know, it starts with feeling the call. Like you he- hear the call. So, okay, there's something needs to change. You've obviously, mm. you know, you've experienced that. And then you either answer the call or you don't answer the call. Like maybe there's this feeling of adventure. You need to go out there and, mm-hmm. and, and, and do it. Um, or you just stay in your bubble. Like you Truman know. Show. Yeah, that's right. Or the Matrix. You stay in the Matrix mm. and, and do your little thing. If you mm. answer the call, then you go off on this adventure. And on this adventure, you kind of meet, you know, guides and people who, who you know, help to impart this wisdom on you and you learn all these things and you have this huge adventure and, and you, you, you gather your tools along the way and then you eventually come up against like the the nemesis mm. you know and and the lion king is like an awesome example of and star wars it's all based on mm. the mm. hero's journey like darth vader is the the ultimate and mufasa and yeah well that's the exactly same guy. every time yeah. same actor every time yeah no <laughs> shit and but you've the whole journey got you to this point mm. and the the thing is what seems to be the case is that that villain is we create that ourselves and so going within to to so like Simba blames himself. He that's trains right. with Tamayan and Pumbaa. Yeah, comes that's right. back. Yeah, and uh, this is that. Yeah, uh, I think the big one as well is once you've defeated that nemesis, you think that's it. Bang, you're you're ready. That everything's going to be good. Yeah, I I've recently defeated my nemesis. Like yeah. that, I had a big moment uh, a couple of days ago. I don't think I've even spoke about this on the podcast oh, nice. yet, but I had this perfect moment where everything came back to me and I forgave myself. Yeah, and um, that's right. And you think, ah, sweet, now it's all good. Fuck yeah. Where's my money? Where's my fucking future wife? Where's that all coming in? No, like it happened, like it was a long process. It was a journey to get to that point. Now it's like, hey, you're starting again. Start the journey. It's baby steps. It's really nice, yeah, because I had the same thing. Mm. Uh, You know Blazing Swan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or the Burning Man whole philosophy. Yeah. Two Blazing Swans ago, I... um, 
I, I went there and, and, and had all this, you know, I was on a whole journey. I just hurt a girl and I felt fucking so guilty for it. I've hurt another girl mm. and I was just... Emotionally. Hot, uh, <laughs> <emotionally>. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't proud of myself and I was, I was feeling so fucking guilty. Mm. And... Um, you know, and, and I was on this journey and at Blazing Swan, obviously there's psychedelics and it's a nice exploration and, and the whole process of the burn is exploring what you're going to burn up and let go of what's not serving you anymore. Mm. And they've got the temple there and, and you know, you're, you're encouraged to go into the temple, which is made of wood, and you have a little meditation and feel what you're, you know, hoping to let go of and maybe you write it on the wood or you see photos all in there and it's a pretty emotional experience going in there and I was kind of just sitting with it and and not knowing what I was going to write and I just you know I started writing and I just wrote I forgive you and I was talking to myself and that oh, and yes. I just broke down and I was like holy shit man it's I've been getting in the way of mm. my happiness I've, I've <laughs> you know uh, it's 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 all been my own restraints on mm. that and and allowing myself to kind of let that go um was was fucking so powerful man mm. and and you know at the end of the day we're just learning along the way i took the lessons from from those parts of my life and then i've been able to forgive myself and let that go yeah. oh yeah and um it's funny though because it always seems to be you're your own worst enemy <laughs> or your own biggest supporter and until p the penny drops for some people it's they're never gonna it'll never get past that it'll That's be right. blaming external circumstances blaming somebody else mm. but the minute you look inwards it's always like oh fuck and well yeah. and that that was this the that was the realization i had mm. was you know in the mushroom experience I, and i sort of briefly touched on it with emo um the other day i had all i forgave everyone i went through and i called up like oh, you know, i claimed responsibility i'd done that i called up like my ex-wife I, I forgave my parents i'd done that and we talked about that on the pod but i never forgave myself well, i was the last one and i i just went what the fuck mm. and i had to go back and i had to visualize it and had to go forgive myself and say not forgive just say it's okay mm. and then the best moment was a few days later when i in a uh, in a meditation i had this visualization of myself here in this in the room out there planning some stuff with with delby and a couple of people i couldn't quite recognize and I turned around and I looked at my current self and I oh, nice. like the person I was right then and there in that moment and I told myself there, you're going to be okay. And yeah, it was like this cool. fucking, uh, you're constantly looking back on that person who's evolving and improving and, right. and getting better and you're going to be okay. Awesome, man. Uh, on that, at the the next Blazing Swan, which was yeah. last year, I went back and, and this was after another 18 months of like continuing to like <laughs> delve in and, and like you said, you know, maybe there's we got to, the the work doesn't stop. We keep doing the work on ourselves. You know, mm. you've had this huge breakthrough, but things will come up, and you need to keep doing the work. So yeah, I was interested. That's right. I was interested to see what the next blazing swan, what what I would find. And I really like went down the rabbit hole of big. You know, seven nights I pushed it every single night. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah yeah. But one night I think it was about halfway through. I went to the toilet. And obviously, slightly mind altered state, and uh, and I've just caught my reflection in the mirror. I, made, <laughs> I, made, I was dressed like I was dressed like a lion or something. Like that. <laughs> Similar, but, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> but um, 
And I've just caught my reflection and I just looked at myself in the mirror and it was like I was talking to myself. Yeah. And it, it was so like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I love you. Like, keep doing what you're doing. You're a good man. And yeah. to actually be able to say that to myself, oh my God, it was so powerful. Mm. And um, yeah, that was a pretty special moment. It's yeah. like you, when you look at yourself in the, those sorts of altered states yeah. in a mirror... <laughs> It is like watching from the outside. It is, it is man. like that. It's so interesting. It is like the uh, out of body experience, it which you, you get to look at the person and go, "This is this is how I'd look at Delby from the outside, that's and this right. is the things I'd say to Delby." Yeah. Why wouldn't I say that to myself? And that's yeah. a very valid mm. point. You know, if if someone's having a hard time, it's like you know, you're, you're so hard on yourself. What what would you say to someone who was? running those same yeah. things or like write a letter to yourself or yeah. you know like be I mean, gentle be compassionate empathetic to yourself you know? I've always found I'm the problem all my exes tell me that so. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm are sure you, I know I'm the problem that was and that but was always the message that was the key take that I was the problem no, yeah Thanks, you're bro. the problem <laughs> that was the key takeaway from uh, from my mushroom experience was yeah. that get out of your own way well one of yeah, the one of the yeah. better things I think anybody could do as a um, strategy or a technique on your own. When I was with Boris Walters doing the yeah. past life regression, mm. there was just a moment where oh, it brought nice. me back to, and where when I was a young kid, there was like a, an event that happened with my mum and my grandma. But he goes, "Oh, you're the man now. Tell that kid that like you've got his yeah, back. They're going, and, yeah, and you everything's all right." And that was really powerful. Yeah. I started sort of having a little cry because I saw myself as a man now. Yeah. And as a kid, yeah. I was like, he was like, just give yourself a hug. And I was like, oh, sick. That's exactly what I did yeah. in that going back. Like, yeah. Give, gave myself like a as hug. a kid a yeah. hug and in yeah. certain yeah. periods Because you know, you're life. not that kid anymore. You're, you're a fully grown man and you can protect that kid. So yeah. even if you are listening, think of like, if there's something that's fucked up that happened when you were younger, mm. the person you are now, you can always get yourself, settle your body, just visualize yourself as a kid give yourself a hug and it and it helps look in at delby getting a, all in a spiritual child. and <laughs> in a child work yeah yeah, yeah you, ha- you said you felt a bit differently over in bali and stuff like that is yeah. that's the sort of realizations you had i guess no nah, in bali is a bit different because i i when i go to bali i do it because I, I lose that um invisible weight that mm. i was always pressing down like that i've got i need to be doing this yeah i've yeah, got nice. five different shows i've planned in this and that, it's that, so that. healing over there yeah, right you just don't have to be anywhere oh my god don't yeah. have to do anything yeah no one to speak to unless i choose to yeah um but i started i listened to theo vaughn with tony robbins and i just started doing what his um morning ritual was instead of grabbing my phone theo I will put the uh, tony yep. put the timer on I do three minutes what i'm grateful for like and but not just go oh i'm grateful for my mum. i think about the moments in time so I could so my body would relive that so my oh, brain beautiful. would relive oh, that great. sitting around that's at a Christmas good one. having a laugh putting yourself there like Dr. Joe Dispenza is like you you be in that state not thinking about it be there yep. so be like, you know I'll be think, thankful for you thinking about doing the pod being on stage Fuck. and then three minute body scan just just see what's going on in my body and then a three minute what I'm going to manifest and hope that I, I needed you to say that today. Yeah. So I keep I, seeing I, the Remember I said before the episode, theater. like those are the things that yeah. I had to start focusing on. Yeah. I needed to hear you say that. Yeah. That's, made, that's given me some. Well, made me a lot happier. People kept saying, you seem so happy. And I was like, I don't know. I just feel more connected to myself. You know, yeah. but I was like laughing Gay. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> I, I was fingering my bum. Self love. No, yeah, yeah. 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 But it was like people were, were saying, you seem happier. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't know. I just, I'm more grateful. You know, I'm more like. 
And that's a powerful thing, man. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. And having that gratitude practice, you know, it actually shifts the the mindset mm. towards positivity. Yeah, that's you know, right. There are people listening. They'll be like, "My life sucks. I've got nothing to be grateful for." Fuck up, can't. You're alive. Like, you're alive. Yeah. 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 Well, here's a really powerful message. Then um, I won't mention names, mm. uh, but out of every plane, every seat um, that anyone could have sat next to me, one of my childhood friends sat down next to me on the flight no home, but he he came off his motorbike and got really bad brain damage lost all of his um like his arms a bit stiff he mm-hmm. couldn't really walk and he's that was 10 years ago and he's got back to a point now where he can walk with a cane um but he still hasn't got full movement and just sitting next to him he goes man i go how's it all going is it frustrating because like he's got slurred speech but he said, I can understand everything. I'm still the exact same person. It's just that my mouth doesn't do what I want my brain to do. So you can still understand like yeah. pretty well. But he said, I wake up and I just thank God I'm alive. He's like, I'm just fucking it's so huge, happy man. to be alive. It's huge. You know, I was like, fuck, that's from what he used to be. He goes, this, he goes, it had to happen to me. I had to have that accident. I fucking am so grateful that I'm alive. Life's good. I love living. The fact that I get to wake up, I was like, fuck, yeah. man. Fuck, yeah. man. That's and uh, you know Ram Dass? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's, a lot of it is fierce yeah. grace is what he refers to it as, is that you have whatever experience that you need to have to get to that point mm. and sometimes it's fucking horrible and that yeah. fierce grace, you know, he had a stroke. Yeah. He, he, was, he was, you know, you would have thought he was already there but it, he had that stroke and he lost all his, you know, the majority of his function and, mm. and a big chunk of his speech. But that's what got him to that final phase mm. of enlightenment where mm. he was just, oh my God, just outrageously joyful yeah. in yeah. every every moment just to be alive. So yeah. that fierce grace is, is a... Yeah, yeah that context is context is huge. Yeah, you 100%. can always find something you're grateful for, even if you're a fucking miserable cunt, man. But again, and that's Stoicism 101, you know, and and, and I, you know, I was working with, and I still am working with, a, a you know, one of my best mates and and, uh, and a period of time um, in which, you know, chronic pain and chronic pain affecting his arms and, and as a surfer just, you know, wants to be out surfing all mm. the time and he couldn't do it because he, he can't push push off and you can focus on all the negatives yeah. and, and how shit that is and how rough life is and, and that's you know the the victimhood and resisting mm. the current situation rather mm. than accepting it and whatever else and i you know i just said look can you can you bodyboard you can hold the board right and you can get out in the salt water and get mm. some sunshine and have a paddle around get some exercise yeah. and then you know that gets the cogs turning and how, how good you feel just from going in a fucking swim in the ocean yeah. and doing that every single day, starting your day with that and being grateful for just that. Yeah. And sure enough, you know, the wheels started turning and sure enough, he's fucking chopping out there surfing yeah. now and doing it. Mm-hmm. back up surfing. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah sick. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. Yeah. What are some other of your success stories? I love hearing where people have um, gone from oh, A dude, to point B. Man, uh, point Z. yeah, dude, some crazy ones, hey. And like, uh, you know, an example, this this middle-aged lady that that came in and she came in with like uh what had been diagnosed medically as carpal tunnel Mm. syndrome so the nerve pain all the way down numbness in the hands could have been Uh, doing breathing exercises yeah maybe (laughs) maybe too much (laughs) much, she certainly wasn't yeah she certainly wasn't um is carpal tunnel a real thing yeah it is it is um so and and she was about like a couple of weeks away from going into surgery Mm. to release that tissue Mm -hmm. and free up the nerve and all this sort of thing 
And she comes in and um, and she's sitting on the edge of the chair, sure enough, sitting up like this in, in good posture, but wound up to the fucking, you could just feel it, mm. right? And um, and I'm just kind of looking at the body language and listening to the story. And yes, I'm going, you know, probably going for surgery and this, that and the other. And I was just like, I was like, how do you feel right now? And she's like, terrible. Like I've got <laughs> tension here and this, that. And I was like, what if you just like relax yeah. in the chair? Like I was like, can you, you know, can you observe how how much you're on the edge of your seat and 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 maybe you you know you're creating a lot of tension and sure enough she's like okay and so she relaxes I'm like how does that feel she's like well it feels better mm. and I was like well why don't why don't we sit like that <laughs> we'll for a little that, bit she's yeah. like okay all right so that, you know got her attention and and then it was looking at the what was happening with breathing so when we're stressed we breathe into our upper chest short shallow little these little breaths into the upper chest right and sure enough you know, breathing in that way sends a message to the nervous system that there must be something to be stressed about. So we switch into this fight or flight response. We're upper chest breathing, meaning you're using all these muscles to to expand the chest. Mm. And sure enough, those muscles are going to get really fucking tight mm. and they get tighter and tighter over time, sensitize the whole thing. And, um, and I literally just spent half an hour chatting to her about stress. And I just said, let's just do some gentle breathing, some nasal belly breathing. So you relax your shoulders, breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. And just gently like that and just keep that going. And you, you can feel in real time the nervous system dialing down. Mm. Nasal belly breathing and prolonging the exhalation as opposed to the short shaft. Inhalation, let's yeah. focus on the exhalation and out through. And let's just keep doing that and keep doing that. And I, in the end, I said, look, just let's just do that for a week yeah. and we'll catch up in a week and go from there. Because yeah. in my mind, that's, that's the first, the most important bit. She came back in a week and goes, Cam, that breathing, <laughs> that breathing. <laughs> she, she was, she's like, it's gone. It was literally gone, man. Yeah. She was, she was carrying herself what? in a way that was creating all this tension, uh. winding her up, sensitizing her nerves, mm. amping her nervous system up. Plus, she was stressed to the shit. We ended up going on this whole journey. She ended up leaving the husband, wow. getting into exercise, and then six months later, she's climbing fucking mountains with a, this new group that she meant that are fucking going hiking every oh. week. And she lost fucking 40 kilos in the process, you know, so it was like... How, how can it be something so, so simple. simple? Yeah, like breaking up breathing. with a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> it works for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think marriage is the problem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but how can, it, how can it be that yeah. something so simple as breathing correctly or in certain patterns and methods how can that be unknown it's it's not unknown it's just the it's 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 paying conscious attention to your unconscious that's right and and it's just people get so caught up in all the head stuff that they're just they, they're completely disconnected from the do body do you think mm. it's a lifestyle thing like the, the world we live in now there's is, so yeah. many things to stress about like, you know, like bills and and relationships and yeah. um, you know fuck oh, it's am, I, it's am I gonna be able to find time to exercise or whatever you like there's a lot of things to try and balance so um, Ricky Gervais says it well and, and, and he says the problem with being a human is we're really just monkeys with a brain the size of the world, mm. you know, and, and that's what it is. We it's in these frontal lobes, the prefrontal cortex, where the the doubts, the fears, the insecurities are just constantly arising, and that's where the grass is always greener, and that's where I'm not quite good enough, and that's where you know. So it's learning to go, okay, 
when is this pattern of thinking serving me and of use? Is this problem worth solving right now? Is that going to be of service to me? Or am I just fucking ruminating on something that is is not helping me whatsoever? So mm. if you can identify that this thought process is not really helping you right now and we're mm. just running around in circles, mm. then compartmentalization, you can just shut the door on it and just come back to the breath, back to the body. <sighs> And then have a good night's sleep so, and so what can let go or be dragged. Like yeah. I'm, yeah, that's a great point, Delby. But I think, um, like I, I'm, I won't pretend. I'm lucky enough to have the time to be able to go every half an hour, two hours, and go right. I'm presented with this issue. Let's think about it. Let's quiet myself and do it. Yeah. Like most people don't have that uh, luxury. They're fucking. They've got, got to get this email out. Like, what's yeah. the best way they well, can? You know, you know, well, yeah, I don't know. What's the best way that in a busy life that people can start to address that? Well, the idea, and and I probably following from my brother, really took the nuggets of wisdom from yoga, which is like yoga off the mat. Let's say the main purpose of yoga is to be present and calm and connecting your attention with the movement and with the breath, yep. right? And in that beautiful, calm setting, you can achieve all sorts of beautiful states of mind in that state. Mm. But then you go out into the big wide world and you have a difficult conversation with someone and you're about to explode as Back a ball of tension. Yep. That's right. So mm-hmm. it's like keeping yourself present, keeping yourself calm throughout the day, right? That's, mm. that's the key. And it's little things like... And how? Well, by observing when something takes you out of peace, if it's a, if it's a state of mind mm. or if it's your breathing... And just observing the whole process. Okay, something's got me breathing short and sharp. What is it? Okay, it's that thought process and it's creating emotion. And it's just catching it then and there. And in real time, maybe going... <sighs> and go, okay, let's just get back into the present moment again and again and again. And, and a, a, you know, a good little bit of advice I say to people is when you're driving, you know, what are you doing? Are mm. you, like, fucking banging around here and, uh, you know, which is pretty common. Yeah. Um, or are you in, in the present moment, in, in flow, which is you're just paying attention to everything going around you, your hands are on the steering wheel and you're connected to your breath and it's a calm nasal belly breath yep. and you've given yourself, however long that drive was, 5 or 10 or 20 minutes of a, an evidence-based intervention that is calming for your nervous system. You've kept mm. your nervous system in a parasympathetic state and then you'll arrive at that destination calm. Your mm. nervous system is calm. And then you'll be able to just flow at, you know, at that destination as opposed to being this reactive ball of tension. So like 10 years ago, it, this is, that's where my journey into this stuff began. I read The Power of Now, yeah, Eckhart Tolle, and The game Power of Watching Your Thoughts. Yeah. For me at the start, <clears throat> and for maybe a lot of people listening... Where like it's such a, tho- a foreign idea and I could not understand it. It's I a did, big one. Um, is that because his name's Eckhart Tolle? <laughs> Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> but the watching your own thoughts is basically exactly what you were just explaining. It's just understanding it's why tricky, you're thinking something. It's a tricky where, one to get your head around to start mm, with, interestingly. Well, it's a new skill, right? Yeah. yeah. So what, like, for me, it took years to be even, and I'm still trying to get better at it. I find myself going, oh, you've just reacted a certain way, and I'll catch myself maybe minutes later sometimes. Yeah. What is the best way to dip your toes into it and start to do it is it, again is it baby steps and just slowly noticing bits maybe I, reflection I, on the day I, instead it's it's just a constant a, it's a constant process so you you're i mean i you know i read that book when i was in europe so i remember just sitting on a on a train just fucking like, <laughs> i had time yeah. i had time to think about it mm. you know and and that was such a luxury 
because you know, I felt like I made a big leap in my kind of consciousness at that time because I had time to read it mm-hmm. and just think about I'm not my thoughts. Yes. The thoughts are simply the function of this fucking brain mm. that is designed to solve problems. So inherently, it's constantly searching for problems to solve. Yeah. So hence, most of my thoughts will probably be negative. Mm. You know, So it's understanding that I am not that my mind is simply learning from my experiences and again that's where through conditioning and experiences over time we have this fucking yeah intense pattern of thinking that might not be helping us all the time we're not designed to just be like fuck life is good we're mm. not designed to yeah. do that otherwise we die i yeah, guess it's exactly like right. yeah. i guess yeah. it's like uh it's it's turning it into a habit building it into a habit of yeah. doing it and that begins slowly well, baby steps we're I very think lucky that we have the podcast because this is percent. one of the most times that you have to be present mm. and instead of thinking oh what's my next question yeah just it talk. needs to be oh i'll listen to what you're saying now that's right and if something pops up i'll go well i'll wait be present mm. and then okay cool respond to that that's right and then if you don't ask that question whatever yeah, yeah. On to the next one. so yeah. one thing i've found that's helped with that stuff and turning it into a like a habit instead of like catching myself and being my my what would you call it your authentic self yeah well the best thing i've i've gone back to like a stoic principle yeah of journaling okay and by the journaling's good okay so the journaling's good i had the realizations of things and mistakes i've made that day potentially things that didn't done really well but going back every day not just writing in there but reading back what i've written as a to reinforce the the, the new patterns and the habits that i want to live by which is probably it coincides with the mushroom trip as well where i'd reset um if you go down the science point of view what was it the uh the default mode network you reset the uh the pattern grid and you can start your own patterns by writing these down every day the way i want to live and the things the way i want to react to certain situations and then reading them again every day before i write my next one it's like it's reinforcing it in my in my brain to become hopefully what if you're not writing down the right thing and you're reinforcing it <laughs> the wrong way. Well, well I guess, yeah, potentially, you know, but it's the. Uh, at least you're I, doing something to observe your thoughts. Yeah, I should definitely bring. Uh, I don't know about broadcasting what I've been writing down because it's well, quite. Pro- no, no, no need to do that. No, but some of the realizations of my own flaws and weaknesses, and then trying to address them, um, have been pretty. Um, it's it's. By have, seeing the floor there, you can then, next time it comes up within a, a conversation, I can then go, hey, the last time I reacted this way and it was a poor result, potentially next time I should rethink it. And I, if I don't re-read what I've written, I, I don't remember it. Like it's yeah. a, you, Sometimes yeah. you go, oh, I remember, I oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. But if you're constantly reinforcing it with consistency, I find that seems to help. Yeah, I mean... You know, I I dare say that you're, you know, what's right and what's wrong. Mm. I mean, that's subjective anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think you, whether or not that is as necessary to be constantly, you know, so damn hard on yourself as mm. to in terms of what's right and and what's wrong. Mm. Um, have you heard of internal family systems? No, it's a framework for basically introspection and and looking at yourself. And there's a book. Um, from this guy called Richard Swartz who came up with the whole thing. It's called No Bad Parts. And it's basically learning to look at yourself and like quiet the mind and, and look within yourself and feel the different parts. So you mentioned that 
in a child that however old he was that maybe was hanging on to some stuff, right? So we have these little parts that were created at different points in our life, you know, based on circumstances at the time. And so we have these little parts and they, they come with an age because it happened at a particular time. And then we have these other parts which are protectors. Mm. So we have these parts that happen based on the circumstance and then we create this protector and Dick Schwartz calls them firefighters. So that's the protector is created as this like fiery response to protect the part. So if someone challenges your part, they might trigger you and then you have this big fucking triggered, yes. triggered response and mm. you're like, where the fuck that come from? Mm. That's just another part of you that is protecting the little part, yeah. right? And then we have these other parts which are called managers and that's the inner voice that's telling you to fucking be better and do more. Yeah. And those motherfucking managers can be pretty fucking unrelenting, right? In a Karens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly right. And... So you learn to actually feel these different parts. Like, you know, I've got this manager that tells me to fucking just keep doing more and mm. building more and be better and be, the f be fucking perfect. And, and, you know, it's fucking pretty unrelenting. Yeah. So you I call that my ex, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, rather than what's right and what's wrong, they're mm. all there for a reason. Mm. The part was created at a time in your life based on the circumstances, then the other part, which is the protector, which is the triggered, sensitive, you know, fiery thing, or, or maybe, maybe you know, they can come in these more um, incognito ways, these ninja ways, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's um, you turn to booze and alcohol because you don't want to feel the pain. So they can come in these different forms and it's, it's identifying, okay, there's the part that when I was six years old, this happened, and that poor little thing that then created this whole... And then the... The protector, which is a tendency to kind of try and look after that part, is there. So yeah. it's it's just learning to understand the, what makes you you, yeah. and 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 through compassionate self inquiry, work with those parts. And there's no good or bad. It's just the mm. way you've learnt to tolerate life to yeah. this point in time. It's a really beautiful way to kind of self reflect. Yeah, it reminds me of um, the guy that was on uh, the TV show, the dad that died. Um, mm. Do you know the show I'm talking about? He was the okay, a TV show and the dad died. Yeah, um, in real life he died, so they had to stop filming. Oh, eight my wife and kids. Eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. That's the oh, one. Right. So that bloke talks about his DMT trip. Oh, okay. And he was at a table, and like there was like a, I think it was like an anger or fiery one, mm. and he, all of the people at the table they were his emotions. Yeah, that's right. And it exactly was the anger right. that had taken over, and he had to go. Hang on. Yeah. I don't need that anymore. Mm. It's powerful, yeah. man. So it's like. So you learn to almost talk to the part like you did with the inner child work. You you work with the part and you it's exactly like the inner mm. child work, but like with the manager that's unrelenting, you're like, you know, what 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 would help you to you know, what would happen if you took a holiday? Yeah. What would happen if you just chilled out yeah. a little bit and you just learned to tone that voice down yeah. a well, little bit, you know? And and mm. that's a powerful thing to do as well. And I probably phrased it incorrectly when I said good or bad <coughs> yeah. things, but things that uh, lessons, I guess, yeah. that I had learned. And like what one like one for example was living with imbalance of my ego and yeah. my sort of my intuition. And because, you know, um, the ego will blind your intuition because you'll see the fears and the and the the negative outcomes um, yeah. and the what ifs. Uh, but then your intuition will guide you and in, into a probably a, a better a gut feeling of where what what is the correct path yeah, for you. That's right. But 
to live in balance with the two because that that ego is there. Important it's it's reason, there to serve yeah. a purpose. You know, like we live in that sort of three D world where if I walk in front of a car. I'm going to die, so I need to understand there's negative uh, consequences of certain uh, right. actions. So, but it's uh, following your gut is quite important as well, and your intuition. Yeah, um, I completely agree, and it's nice to touch on that because at one point in time, the ego was your enemy, and okay, mm. the ego's mm. bad, and you know, control the thoughts, and it's like yeah. no, just learn to observe the whole fucking thing, mm. and you learn to take a sit back and watch the whole thing play out, yeah. the thoughts, the emotions. You're not judging them. You're just mm. working with them. Is this thought helping me in this moment? No, it's not. Well, then let's let it go. Mm. Come back to the present moment. Calm the nervous system and, and let's flow and enjoy this mm. moment. And it's just a con- continual sort of sort mm. of thing, isn't ba- it? It's balance. Yeah, that's you, right. We've mentioned it fucking what, 30 times in this episode. Yeah. And, and, ev- and probably the last six months we've mentioned it a lot. It comes down to balance, balance yeah. of health and diet, balance. It's always balance. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's nothing in absolutes is something I've been saying quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and it is just, yeah, concentrate, dividing your time equally and energy, uh, more importantly, equally uh, amongst the things that need it um, when, right. the, when they need it. And, and that balance bit, like if we were talking back to the beginning about our bodies, mm. you know, so once upon a time it was, okay, get, strong and core and glutes Mm -hmm. and everyone's walking around like these tense fucking you know things on protein shakes and whatever else and that's fine um and then you know peter o'sullivan came and flipped it no we just need to be these gooey flowy calm things and it's like that you know what's going to happen in in the storm if if you're just this you know when shit gets real in Mm. in life are Mm. you just this floppy you're going to bend over and just take it you Mm. know it's like no we we want to be strong and we want to have a good strong backbone and, and resilient and robust, yet we want to have the skills to be able to flow when we need to flow. So again, it's that yin-yang and that's that's balance. And that's what I feel how I love to work with people. It's, it's let's get the tools to calm the nervous system and flow and have that essence of fluidity. But then let's also build a fucking strong body mm. and a body that we can trust when shit's going to hit the fan. And, and again, that's, that's the my take on how we can achieve these really robust kind of bodies. Sounds like 70% of the battle is changing a mindset. Yeah. Almost everything that we spoke to is a mindset of what you're believing. Probably even more than 70%. Mm. And then then on the like um, coming back to the intuition, it's definitely something I've found to be most effective and, and I'm always most diligent with my meditation practices um, when I have a big decision to make, mm. you know, and, and it's learning to quiet the mind and get back to this bit deep within yourself, mm. your true essence, unwavered by the conditioned mind because the conditioned mind is so complicated based on all of your experience. What's right? What's wrong? Who knows? Let's get back to this gut feeling, that mm. intuition, maybe your soul, whatever exactly you want to call it, your heart, but that gut, it, it's it's in there. You know what to do. When we can learn to let go of the thoughts, get out of our way, you, you're going to know what to do. But it comes mm. with the skill of quietening the mind and, mm. and doing that. Since I've been making decisions based on my gut feel, my intuition, my heart, um, the the results have been incredible. Yeah, it's the but best advice. Yeah, sorry, keep going. Well, no, but when I don't act on it and I go against it, it just it's like... 
uh, well, it's like the universe just throws shit in your face and goes, yeah. mate, fuck, you said you, you yeah. this is what you can see. It. You can see it's happening. Yeah. And I, I often use, um, you know, like my divorce as, a, as a, a perfect example, you know, like you see the signs early enough, you don't take actions, if fucking the universe steps in and, Fucking and takes control, rips it out, man. Rips and, it out, and, and it's usually violent as that's, well. That's the listen to the whispers, you know, before the bricks mm. come, and mm. and it just come back to me with the hero's journey. So Joseph Campbell, that's his work, mm. the hero's journey, and his main thing is if you've got the courage to follow your intuition, mm. the universe will carve out this yellow brick road, yeah. and, and and again, Wizard I'm of Oz, seeing it, dude, uh, and in 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 real time, literally, man. And I, I've done the same thing when I've, uh, you know, I, I left working for other bosses and they were they were fine you know they were great had great aspects and, and other bits that, that weren't you know in, in line with my way of doing things and I just wanted to start my own clinic and when you just go I'm going to do it I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to have a holistic approach and no one's going to tell me mm. what's what's right or wrong and you just have the courage and you go for it and the universe goes yes I like this mm. and it just you can feel it's like it's pushing you in that direction you can't argue with it you know it's a beautiful mm. thing so that's uh, a big chunk of Joseph Campbell's work again and that hero's journey is just following that that intuition. It's the best thing you'll ever do. Yeah. Yeah. It even it's even happened with this podcast and the amount of episodes. Like the other the other day I kept I, w- I was going to I was literally going to email Delby uh, message Delby and say mate, I really want to just fucking I know we we came up with this concept that potentially staggering episodes was going to be more beneficial beneficial, but I had this gut feeling we need to be just putting rip them in. We just, just need go. to just keep doing it, yeah. and I was like pushing against it, pushing against it, and then I got like six, seven, eight messages of like potential guests to come on, and I went fuck it, let's just cut the do brakes. It. And I just baby. told Delby about our next five or six on Saturday night or last night. I told Delby about our next five or six guests. And he was like, fuck, bro, that's like, <laughs> we've got some good guests over the next five, All six, right. seven, yeah. eight days. Nice, man. And we just, fuck it, I'm just putting them out that day, bang, this will go out tonight. Just keep going. And, and the downloads are going really well. Everything's Look, you guys going. Are flying. It's exciting, eh? Mm. Things that seem, things that logically sometimes you go, maybe we should do this, you just, you just listen to your gut and it just ends up paying off. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. explain the, the things that I've been seeing. In every aspect of life. That's like right. Yeah. yeah, Unless it's selling fringe tickets at the moment. <laughs> that's hard. It's <laughs> fucking hard. Cost of living at the moment is rough. But that's also... Compared to last I'll come, year. I'll come, man. I'll grab yeah, one of those. Yeah. Key, yeah. Man. Yeah, You're uh, also... Yeah. With that, you, that's relying on someone else. Not that it is like you, you can sell the tickets, I guess. That's something that you could Dude, take it's, responsibility for. Dude, it's hard for, to sell tickets, you yeah. know, in Perth. <laughs> yeah, so last year was like, oh, I've got a bigger venue this year. So I just was like, oh, the natural progression is I'll sell... That's way right. More, but cost of living is the first time I've noticed it with ticket sales. Like, it is very, it's very li- evident. It's a thing. Yeah, a thing. right now, it's very evident. Yeah. So no, we'll I, feel you, I feel you, man. It'll be but fine. I'm still doing very, very well. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's it'll just, be good. Just not 100 seats. Instead, it's like 50. Nah, yeah. let's crank it. When, when's the show? Uh, Friday, Saturday. Well, this week? Yep. Okay, nice. Yeah, I think Thursday is uh, at Balmoral. Yeah. Uh, Friday and Saturday at Hellenic. Um, Sick, man. So, yeah. Got four tickets for date night comedy, but got 44 for my solo. So. All right, get around that. I'm yeah. keen. Get involved. That yeah. sounds good. That's I don't good. know what your guys' times are like. We've uh, we're pretty – I reckon that's we've covered a fair bit of ground. Yeah, yeah cool. Yep. Um, we can wrap up. I've got to go um, get a couple to sign their paperwork. Oh, beautiful. Go Is ahead. there uh, – oh, drop that. Any um, Anything you want to plug while you're uh, here, mate? Oh, look, I would – I mean, the physio is going well. Dutch physio, if anyone needs to be bloody looked after that's in that one. 
in Lansdale. That's yeah, up that way exactly. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, good man. Lansdale Primary. Yeah, um, it's a fucking beautiful area. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. it's been beautiful. Very yeah, nice. Starch is a great little spot, and um, and Center Space Yoga Studio just over there. It, you know, uh, everyone needs to explore how we can look after ourselves a little bit better, and 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 that place. I just the bit it's. Such what suburb tea. is it? Uh, North Perth, North over Perth. the hill, literally yep. center space. Just the big, the black shop on the corner, the yoga studio okay, there. Cool. Um, but I would say, man, we're about to do this nine D breath work, which is like the big. We're going to do the big trauma release mm-hmm. one, and you got you got goggles on, so you can't see anyone around you. You got these headphones on, and it's like this full expansive, multi dimensional. You know, it's like. You've got epic music that has these kind of binaural beats that drop you into a meditation and this guided trauma release breathwork journey. Mm. Um, and with with the, the, the headphones and the goggles, um, you're in your own world. So there's less, you know, sometimes it, it can be a bit of a put off if you hear that person having a big release over there and mm. it can trigger you a little bit or put you off. But this, you're in your own little world mm. and... Um, and it's going to be facilitated by a, a couple of brothers, um, Alan Ward and Liam Malloy. Um, they have their Perth Amend, like um, their, their their kind of brotherhood work that they're doing. This is for men and women and whoever. But mm-hmm. if you're interested in exploring, you know, can we let go of some more stuff? Yeah. You've got to do it, man. If, if, if you've had this curious kind of journey and psychedelics and things, you have to. I would say it's it's worth exploring the breath work. That's a good opportunity to do it. We're going to do that in a couple of weeks. But um, just keep an eye out for little breath work, um, things like that and what, okay. whatever else. I'd be keen to give it a go. I'll give try. it a go, man. Yeah. I'd love to have you down. I like I'll the idea that it's got the... Yeah, I thought you, you might. see other people. Mm. It's sick, That's man, better. honestly. And, and there's, there's people holding space. So yeah. it's like if, if someone's having a really tough time, it's still safe. Yeah. But you're in your own little world within that yeah. safe environment. Um and again, I, I think that appeals to a lot of people because it might be a put off. You know, you, there might be this really hot chick next to you, and you yeah. don't you don't want to fully like let go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Legit, you know, yeah. like legit. Yeah. Whereas she's had she didn't hear what you did, you didn't hear it, and you come out of it with you know with a big smile on your face and go, how'd you go? You know. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty it's a pretty exciting thing to be happening yeah. there. So mm. give it a go. I'll keep you guys posted. Definitely. Yeah. Um, um, I'm definitely keen to try this breath work. Like, yeah, I can consult my guidance as much <laughs> as I want, but like, uh, yeah, I well, think like, uh, if you've got someone who knows what they're talking about, like yourself, I mean, yeah. Jade McDonald Razvi, the next uh, former guest we had on, she's running her own breathwork clinic this weekend. So there's that's lot, tickets are sold out, on. but there's like, a lot going on it's there. such yeah. a, it's such an interesting space. Um, and I think there's a lot more to it than uh, than a lot of people realise. So. Look, my take on it is it's the it's it's very effective and it's the cleanest, most efficient way to have a, a big uh, therapeutic experience mm. as opposed to a ten hour psychedelic yeah. journey. You're in, you're out, you're in control. Yeah, you know, and and I think that it's something that's worth... And you don't have to see a drug dealer to do it. You know, no, it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You're exactly. your own drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so that's it, man. No, thank you guys for having sick. us on. It's good, awesome, good chat. It's been awesome. Yep. Uh, Delby, you got anything uh, to yeah, plug, bro? I've got so many shows. So just come. Daniel Delby in Fringe World. Take your pick. Hose Rhyme. Date Night Comedy. 33 Years Single. The Confessional or Sesh Stories. Mm, Get around it. Um, I want to root people. There's a uh, hundred tickets sold. There's a hundred left. Both for date night. So if you're north of the river, 
yeah, at Leapfrogs next Thursday, the 11th, I think it is. Nice. Mm. I had something or, I wanted to plug eighth. or say, but I can't it's remember gone. what it is. But now's, um, not, now's not the time. No, yeah. definitely, definitely doesn't need to be Sounds said. Sounds like so. you'll be back on tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. Uh, Get around the podcast. Um, just support us in any Click way. Click the subscribe possible. button now that you're at the end of it or follow. Yep. Uh, get to our YouTube channel. Uh, we're on Twitter now. Right. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, and garbage, notification. Gar- garbage human. Sorry, he keeps sharing our stuff, so you will get a lot more. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. sick. Thanks for all your support, and thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, thank you, guys. Well done, Peace. bloody ripper.